0: Hi, this is Jesse Brisnine. I believe that it is possible to live an extraordinary life after loss. And to do that, one must first choose to heal. This podcast is focused on sharing with you inspiring stories, tangible tools, and life strategies to help you heal from your loss. And welcome back, everybody, to another Moving Forward moment. I have Bridgie joining me here today. Bridgie, hello, and thank you so much for being here.
1: Hello, Jesse. Thanks a for having me.
0: Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, what, what brings you here today? What's, your, what's some of your story, if you don't mind sharing?
1: Uh, I came to this site because I want to be there to help others also. I've, I've lost my husband 10 years ago, and my, uh, also my mom and my father-in-law within a year of that. And I just, I've seen the stories here, and I just want to be able to learn more of the moving forward from, from loss and to help others with how I've, uh, have I've been helped.
0: So. That's awesome. I'm so, I'm so grateful for you to be here. I'm so grateful for your willingness to share and help. I, I really believe that one of the most powerful pieces of healing is just is sharing. And it's, it's that community that we can form around. I think we all feel that fear at times after a loss, that I'm alone, that nobody else can understand. Nobody can relate to what it feels like. And, there's something comforting, at least I find, in knowing that others have been out there and, and have been in the trenches and who have gone through the you know, the horrible parts of it and they've been able to come out on the other side.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Do you find, or did you find, Bridgie, that there was a, you know, we all struggle, I think, with loss in our own way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you find that there was something specific for you that was a, one of your biggest struggles?
1: Just being alone, just, uh, you know, it, it happened all of a sudden, um, Raymond had a cardiac and respiratory attack.
0: Oh.
1: Didn't know it was gonna happen. After that happened and then we got sober together. So we had six months of sobriety um, when he passed away. I, I just felt alone. Um, I did have a lot of friends from being sober and, you know, but I just, I didn't know what to do it's like I lost I lost part of me and yeah. I you know where do I go from here I'm trying to figure out where to go and what to do with that. what did you
0: find was helpful in in addressing that that feeling of being alone
1: I uh actually I reached out um the when we had his funeral I reached out they gave me grief for, for grief counseling and that was a 6 week with other people who had just lost someone too and just being in another group of people who also lost someone it it, it helped just being able to do reach out and help others what i'm going through and then we're all helping each other that's kind of what helped me
0: yeah it's 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 reaching out and and leaning on others but also having that sense of community around you of people who yeah. Who can understand who they can they get it they've been there they've they're in there right now,
1: exactly
0: yeah, yeah, it's so important i I tell every single person who i who I speak with in this context or if it's a client of mine that this is not something that you have to, nor should you do it alone and it's 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 a funny thing humans we have we we have these tendencies to bottle up and bury. Some of the most important things that we need to express we'll, we'll go online and we'll express our opinions about the latest fashion and who who the Kardashians are dating and all those types of things and whatnot but when it comes to stuff like this we, we just we, we almost lock it away and that mm-hmm. that draws out the the painful part of it so much longer because it really does isolate us and, and leave us almost leave us virtually alone we can even be with people but we're not really with people because we keep bearing what's going on inside of us Mm -hmm. i find bridgie that when people make the shift they go from the real like the real painful place of their 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 pain there's a sadness there's a grief and then Mm -hmm. there's a point that happens where they make a decision to go from grieving to healing you know and it's something that for each person it's different, but I find the more and more that I talk with people that they make a decision to to make that shift. Did you have an experience like that where there was a, a moment in time where you just decided, you know what, I I gotta change gears here. Now the focus needs to shift to healing. And what was that moment like for you?
1: I wanna say it was like three to four months, maybe longer, but it seems like it was that span that okay, he's gone. He's after having all those dreams where I thought he was still here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, within that time, I started to do stuff for myself, where do I have to go from here, Why do, you know, I have, I have to move forward, I have to learn how to do stuff for myself, get myself out there again to help others, and so, yeah, after the grieving classes that I had, because that was like a couple months I, after a couple months of him passing, I got into that, and it just seemed to help, just to realize, you know, I'm, I'm not alone yeah you know there's other people that are, are grieving like me we all you're you're right we all grieve differently So but yeah it was about that time then that...
0: do you feel that having that that community around you and, and knowing and getting that confirmation and having the certainty that you weren't alone empowered you to be able to make that decision
1: uh yeah i think just having the people around me just uh being uh was there for me and just uh having them around me to help push me forward so you know on, you've got to move on not they where they were not sympathetic but
0: yeah I find that it's it's and a lot of times when we use a word like decision it seems like it's this it has to be this big big thing and it doesn't I one of my a lady who was like my second mom passed away unexpectedly last year, and I'm very mm-hmm. close with her husband. Mm-hmm. And him and I were having dinner about three months after she had passed away, and he told me that, you know, he told me with tears in his eyes, but he told me nonetheless that he said he had taken out three or four of her outfits and donated them to a a, a clothing or shelter.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: he said, I know it's not a lot, but it's something. And I was telling him, I said, you know, it doesn't matter how much it is, it's significant because it's you making a decision to start blazing this new trail for yourself. It doesn't mean that you're loving her any less. In fact, I think it means that you're loving her that much more because you're doing what you know she would want you to do and what she would expect you to do.
1: Exactly.
0: And you know that if she was here, she would kill you if you didn't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I had a friend with me when I was donating talking about going through clothes yeah going through all of Ray's clothes I kept some and to this day there's one shirt that I've kept that my my husband now will wear
0: and mm.
1: he wears it on holidays he's been great you know when I when I got remarried he's just been great I still have a picture of Ray up in the living room here and burns my new husband he's just been wonderful with helping me some days some days I I have cry sessions you know or they're not too severe anymore. It's just certain times of the year, you know, the holidays or the yeah. birthdays or whatever, you just need to cry. And, you know, he'll be here for me. And That's awesome. So I'm grateful I did find someone, that I did move forward and found another. That's the first thing his parents said to me you will find someone new when, when they mm-hmm. came up to the funeral. You will find someone new. You're young. So, I mean, Grieving—that's what they thought they that I wanted to hear. (laughs) It was just, you know, weird hearing them say that. But and they passed away shortly after he did too. So I think they had uh, something in their heart. They just couldn't go on without him.
0: Yeah, broken heart.
1: Yeah, More, more. Yeah, he had heart problems. His dad had heart problems, but I think it's more so broken heart.
0: Yeah, I, I heard quite a few stories about that over the years where you try to explain it any way, shape or form and it all comes down to this a broken heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I could they didn't really want to see me. They didn't want me to come down and visit afterwards. I I after after the father in law passed away, I went to see his his mom. Yeah, my mother in law, his his mom. And well, she, you know, she was she had, issues too i mean breathing issues so you know she 2013 was when she passed away
0: Wow. i'm grateful that your new husband Vern, right
1: yeah
0: it sounds like he's he's an awesome guy and and he's as supportive as he is and understanding too that's fantastic to hear
1: yeah yeah
0: he is do you find bridgie that there's been I hear this, this recurring theme of community and the people, is there, do you find that there's one thing that has been most helpful to you on your healing journey?
1: I think it's, uh, well, I'm going to go back to my sobriety and my, uh, the, my A family and everything. And just me reaching out to help others and then them helping me. That's, that's been the biggest help I think for me in you know, my whole journey here. Um, They've, they've helped when they see something that I need or, or want or there for me. they've always been there and yes. also um also groups like this like online groups you know, you know I'll be searching and all of a sudden you popped up and I'm like I gotta I gotta check out that page you know and I haven't been on it as often as I feel like I want to come on it it's you know like so many things going on but you know, I need to get on here more often, and, and I wanted to, con- to contribute more, too, because I know I have, I have a story that can help others, and life is beautiful, and even when you lose someone, I, I still get signs when I'm walking my dog, uh, cardinals, butterflies, you name it. I have different yeah. signs, and, and I think last night's partner, uh, I forgot what her name was last, or last night's
0: Oh yeah. Uh, she,
1: who was last night? It was Caroline or Kathleen. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was wasn't that she one was, something else?
1: That was a good one. Yeah, and and the signs she talked about too. I mean, yeah. signs are awesome. Um, I want to share just one. Uh, I was driving and there was a van next to me and it was uh, Raymond Above and Beyond. That's what the the van said. Wow. And. I mean, that's what his name was Raymond and it was like a a van a work van of some sort, but it's like how awesome is that? Okay, he's above and beyond.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so I you know people will often i hear people sometimes get frustrated because they say they they never see signs and My response Mm -hmm. is you always, always is always the same to them that you have to be open to seeing signs Definitely when we're so focused on And I, I want to, I say this with love, but when we're so focused on, on grief, and especially sometimes we get so immersed into it that it becomes this, this identity that we form, yeah. right? It's, it's mm-hmm. emotions change from a place of feelings to they become nouns. It's no longer, I feel sad. It's now I am sad,
1: right? Yeah. It, it's mm-hmm. no longer
0: an emotion that we feel, but it's a hat that we wear, And when we get Mm -hmm. in that frame of mind, what happens is you go into this tunnel vision, right? Where you you only see what's in front of you, which is the grief and then all the stuff that's going to add to more suffering, more pain, more misery. And that's where you'll hear people who get stuck in it will be Mm -hmm. stuck in it for months and years at a time. And part of my reason in in actually in creating this group is because I want to create a community that fosters a focus on healing and helping people get out of that. People get out of that and they open themselves up to seeing signs like yourself. You're able yeah. to see them. And I really believe that our loved ones make an effort to try to communicate with us more than we may give them credit for. It's just, we have to be open to seeing it. We have to be open yeah. to receiving it. And mm. we have to, to do that. We have to open up our scope of vision beyond just the pain that's in front of us.
1: Yeah, I totally agree.
0: If you could have one piece of advice, Virgie, to share with everybody watching and listening right now, what would that piece of advice be?
1: Oh, just one. Um, you could do two. <laughs> <laughs> let the grief happen. like When you lose someone, think about what others are thinking. You're going to go through the waves. I think you've heard that before. You go through waves. Just let it happen. Get out and help others, too. I think I typed something up on the page also about that. Just Get out and help us. If you're feeling something, go out and try to help someone else with whatever they're going through. Get out of yourself um, I'm not sure what else I mean I
0: think that's great
1: for me that's what works for me is going out and helping others, yeah, doing for others. I'm all about helping others, so that's my big major thing here is it helped me when I needed it, and so now it's my turn to and help them Um, but like I said just let grief happen when it happens if if something a song comes on the radio and all of a sudden it makes you think of your loved one go ahead and cry let it happen and if people are asking what's gonna go on you need you you just need that sometimes like I said it's been 10 years going on 11 in October it'll be 11 this year like I said, I got remarried. I'm I'm happy again. You know, uh, life happens. You know, it's there's never a day goes by that I don't think of all of my loved ones up there. Absolutely. And we're gonna be there someday soon too. So <laughs> wherever there is, <laughs> I just I'm I'm open to that. I mean, I just I just love thinking that we're gonna be with our loved ones. And I think that's what helps me move forward. I have a lot to do down here yet. You know, when it's my time, it'll be my time, but I just want to be here to help others. And that's what my life's going to be about moving forward.
0: Yeah. I, I love that. I think that making an effort and a focus to helping others. I, I often say that suffering unnecessary suffering persists because it becomes a selfish endeavor. We're focused solely on how we think the world should have been, how, life should have turned out and and, and something about it doesn't meet our expectations. Mm -hmm. And salvation comes from focusing on service. We're able to have, find salvation from the suffering when we're able to shift our focus away from me, 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 my, my, my to we, us, and they. And whether it's sharing something like this, whether it's going out and volunteering somewhere, you know, whatever that is, service is different for all of us and it can be similar too, but it's so important to be out there and be of service for, to others because yeah. anybody who's watching, listening to this, you have, you have a story to share. You have something you can relate to and never hesitate If some, there's something in your heart, open it up and share it. Exactly. That's what life's about. That's absolutely. Bridget, thank you so much for being here. It has been an absolute honor and joy to share this time with you. And I, I appreciate you so much sharing your story and your story and big thanks to Vern for being a supportive partner on this portion of your journey and I'm very grateful for you today. Thank you.
1: All right. Thank you, Jesse.
0: Absolutely. And everybody, thank you so much for watching today. If you have a story you'd like to contribute to Moving Forward Moments, go ahead and put it in the comments below, and we will see you back here next time. Until then, take care. You've been listening to Healing from Loss, the podcast. If you found value in this, please subscribe, rate, and review it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. If you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to leave a comment and share this with someone who can benefit from it. Until next time, carpe diem, live this moment in honor of your loved ones.